0: Well, this week, we just received the latest update from the conference board on their widely watched leading economic index. It has now fallen for the 19th month in a row. And we've only seen this twice since this data started being collected going back to the 60s. The other two occasions, we've seen the LAIs fall this far for this long or once in the 1970s. And again, in 2008, and both of those instances were pretty severe downturns. So I think the big question is, How has the U.S. managed to defy expectations and continue expanding faster than many people expect, especially those looking at leading economic indicators? Well, we're going to get into that and what may happen next with today's guest, Scott Freeman at Variant Perception. So Scott, I want to read what the conference board had to say on the update that came out yesterday. They say, quote, after a pause in September, the LEI resumed signaling recession in the near term conference board expects elevated inflation, high interest rates, and contracting consumer spending to tip the U.S. economy into a very short recession. What is your take based on the day that you're looking at?
1: So yeah, if you look at the conference board leading economic indicators, actually sitting somewhat in between, could be historically called soft landing periods versus recessionary periods. We track a wide variety around 120 different series across our inflation LEIs and growth LEI and 90 different inputs for our global growth leading economic indicators. 46% of our growth inputs are now rising year over year, which is actually some of a meaningful rebound where you have, you know, the conference board LEI having declined for, like you just mentioned, 19 consecutive months. So when looking at our U.S. growth, the LEI, we kind of have caution to the rebound we've seen. Particularly then when you look at the broader global picture, especially from an excess liquidity standpoint, we still don't really see excess liquidity conditions attractive for broad economic growth outlook. It also ties into the narrative of we think you know the Fed is done hiking, but we don't think the Fed cuts until we see bad growth data in the US, which we haven't quite seen yet. We're still working through lots of aspects of labor hoarding following the COVID Um, environment and profit margins, which we're following very closely, have yet to deteriorate because the labor market hasn't broken yet. And the Fed is only going to cut once we see bad growth data. Hikes are about inflation, which, you know, looking at all of our leading economic indicators on inflation, it's very disinflationary across the globe. But when it comes to the growth outlook and the inflation outlook, we think the Fed is done, but that doesn't mean cuts are coming. We're still working through an inventory cycle, these bullwhip effects, and elevated rates, which the U.S. system isn't used to, is going to slow credit growth. It's going to, we think, continue to slow the economy. So while we're kind of in between this soft landing and recession in terms of coincident data, we think the broader uh, leading economic indicator picture still points to, to greater downside.
0: To listen to this full interview, in addition to gaining access to all of our premium content airing during the week... Go to FinancialSense.com and hit the subscribe button.